You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Benfredi, and joining me, as always, is none other than my friend, the co-host of this show, the... Uh, What's your middle name? Ruben. ZRB. What is going on, Zach Batista? (laughs) Zach, what is up? Not much. That was was an attempt to... Tease the match later, but using three initials in wrestling doesn't really narrow it down very much. Yeah, not really. But you know, I, I, I appreciate you at least going for it. Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm chill right now. Uh, my hands hurt from that really loud clap that I just did. <laughs> so we're covering from that. But excited to Great. talk about wrestling, as I always yeah. am every week. I am always excited to talk about wrestling. Wrestling is uh, why we're here, right? Hell yeah. Uh, what match? Speaking of wrestling, what matches did you bring to the table this week? All right, so today I brought in Darius Lockhart going against the Big Kaiju O'Shea Edwards. Oh yeah, at OWA, and then I brought Vanity versus the Weapon of Ass Destruction, aka the Woad, at Mission Pro Wrestling. All right. Well- I brought the table, which is a surprise to you because I picked my matches very last minute. Yes, you did. This week, so. I brought from Fest Wrestling. I brought Effie versus Jordan Grace. Okay. And I brought from uh, from Pro Wrestling Australia. Mm-hmm. We got Jessica Troy taking on Charlie 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 Evans in a no DQ match. Oh Jesus! Oh boy! That sounds like a fucking banger. Oh, boy. And, of course, we have the surprise match that we both watched that we will get to later. Yes. Or in the description of this episode. So it's not really that big of a surprise, I guess, if you just read the description. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I was I was posting an episode one day, and I thought about that. I was like, we hype up the, the surprise match so much, and then throughout the episode, we're like, you gotta stay tuned to figure it out. And then I realized that on all of the descriptions, I put all of our four <laughs> matches, and then the fifth one, and I'm like... <laughs> This whole time. <laughs> well, you know, if if the, if the people listen none of you, to play along, none of you listeners out there di- decided to tell me either. <laughs> they were playing along with the. None bit. of you said anything. Or maybe they were just waiting to see how long it would take us to notice. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, we'll 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 keep it under wraps. Anyways. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and so who's the. <laughs> Well, why don't we just get right into it? Who started? <laughs> Sorry, now I can't stop laughing. I think you did us last, off week. last week. I think you did. 
All right, then why don't you kick us off with the with the first match you brought to the table this week? All right, well, Mikey dies of laughter for a little bit. I'm going to go th- into Lockhart and Edwards. All right. This was a really good, hard-hitting match that I really enjoyed to watch. All right. Right out the gate, Edwards just tries to hit Lockhart with a lariat, right? Mm-hmm. But Lockhart ducks it and then high knees Edwards in the face so hard that he straight up almost knocks him out. Damn. Like, Edwards... Fantastic set. Right off the bat, huh? Wobbly knees, leaning on the ropes, grabbing at the ref to figure out where he is. I was like, holy shit. He just almost... God, can you imagine if the match started, it was a knee strike, and it was over? I would, oh, man. That, that would divide opinions so much of just like, what? Huh? It's like, oh, man. So I was just blown away with this for like a little bit, because the match was... This is like a... I want to say like it's a 12-minute match. So I was like the fuck the other 11 minutes you already almost knocked him out <laughs> and thanks listen they, they have 12 minutes they gotta get all that big they gotta get all the big damage in early yeah exactly especially when you're fighting a kaiju like edwards you gotta bring mm-hmm. your a game for him so lockhart really feeling himself that jesper's at him as he's getting up like come on hit me so edwards swings at him but again Lockhart dodges, except this time he hits a huge right cook that just knocks him back into the ropes. Darius Lockhart was not fucking playing around with this open in the opening stage of this match. So Lockhart then goes after him and just beats him with some strikes around the ring until he shoves Edwards' upper body through like the middle and top rope. Right. Mm-hmm. He then takes his boot and shoves it right into Edwards' face so that he's like now bending back. Right. Yeah. And then as he's bending back, he lets go, runs back. And then just drop kicks him in the face. Yo. Yeah. Oh, and right before this, I forgot to mention, he started working over his arm. Like, he started, like, tugging on his left arm, like, pulling it over the ropes. Like, it was nasty. Yeah. So after this like massive it. drop kick, Edwards goes, of course, he just crashes to the outside. Lockhart follows him, continues the assault, and target the left arm of Edwards, as that is now his target to eliminate the kaiju. Uh, Mm -hmm. this continues until Edwards finally gets some offense in by throwing Darius so hard into one of the metal, uh, the metal railings that are barricades that the band that's holding, like, two of them together just snaps and just swings in towards him. I was just like, well, shit. Fuck with the kaiju, you get the horns? and whatever. (laughs) So trying to keep this up, picks Darius up, throws him face first into the ring post, but, of course, Darius wiggles out of it and instead throws him into the ring post. And as Edwards nice. is leaning, so Edwards stumbles past the ring post, is leaning on the barricade, and then Lockhart just walks up and just kicks the metal, like, railing into the left arm of Edwards. Damn. The two then get back into the ring. He then just, he just takes apart O'Shea's left arm. It's just super stiff, like, just submission holds. Holds that are just designed to hurt you. Mm-hmm. You think, like, anything like Shayna Baszler or, oh, it's Tommaso Chan- or was his partner. Timothy Thatcher. I'm surprised I, like, I actually remembered that. Johnny Gargano from DIY? Oh, not Johnny Gargano. <laughs> <laughs> Champa. Yeah, okay. yeah Champa, Champa and uh, Thatcher. Yes. Yeah. So eventually, O'Shea fights back enough to get out of Lockhart's grasp, and then he just sends it by throwing Lockhart so hard into the ropes that he, like, nearly Yeet. flies out of the outside. You know, like, in a wrestling game when you have your opponent, you Irish strip, and it's a normal Irish strip, or you, like, hold the button down, and you just yank them out, and they go flying yeah, out of the yeah. ring? What, what was it called? Like the power whip or something yes, like that? Yes, it was exactly like that, except Osh- except Lockhart caught himself on the apron. Like, he nearly full got... He just almost just got... Yeeted out. Yeah, almost just total sent. So, 
Then we get this neat spot here where Edwards goes to grab Lockhart. Lockhart slides underneath the bottom rope and then uses his legs to actually take him to the ground. Like, he cuts his knees out below him and just, he falls over. And then he puts him in a modified knee bar and he cranks on his left knee. But then he has a better idea. So he proceeds to take Lockhart's feet, ties them up so he can't get up, and he hooks them on the bottom rope. And then he pulls up the ring apron and he pulls that over his leg. So now he can't get up. And the ref the whole time is like, dude, no, you can't do that. What the fuck? And he's just kind of just ignoring the ref because the ref really can't stop him. And then Mm. as the ref, like, tries to undo this contraption he's got his legs in, he just starts mockingly, like, kicking Edwards in the face while he's down. However, he does Mm -hmm. this one too many times, and eventually Edwards actually catches his foot. So he stands up, and at this point, you can tell he's quite irritated with Rookie mistake. (laughs) So Lockhart's like, yeah, do something about it, and then... Just slaps him oh. right across the face. I was just like, "Sir, <laughs> bang!" I'm sorry for the listeners at home. That was really loud. <laughs> so in response to this, Edwards just picks him up and just slams him to the ground. Picks him up again and then hits a massive sit-out power bomb. Nice. Shea kicks out. So no, Lockhart kicks out. So O'Shea then single-handedly picks him up into a bear hug that he like just locks in and. I really liked how for this, Edwards had to take his left arm and use his right arm to grab its wrist and pull it against Lockhart's waist to hold this in. Lockhart also did a great job of selling this, if I might add. And eventually, thanks to a series of stiff elbows, Lockhart does get out of Edwards' grip. And he goes for that left arm immediately again. This time, however, as he uh, goes for it, Edwards yanks Lockhart towards him. Like, he grabs him by his left arm, pulls him into him, and it's a one-arm scoop slam. Except, interestingly enough, Darius just doesn't want to let this arm go. So Edwards just proceeds to dominate him with two more one-arm scoop slams just back to back. And Darius just will not fucking let go of this arm. So he then eventually gets him in a power slam position on his shoulder. And then rams him neck first into the corner to corner just bouncing off of them until he hits him with a massive power slam. And finally Lockhart lets go of his arm. Oh, finally. Goes to pit him, kicks out. Darius then goes to the corner, and he's just trying to recover, and Edwards just unleashed a barrage of clotheslines. He finishes off with a huge exploder suplex. Damn. Edwards goes to the tombstone, which I his tombstone finisher, which I believe is the kaiju driver. Oh, okay. But yeah, sensing this, sense. Lockhart actually gets out of the hold and just wallops him until he's leaning on the ropes I to, love, to I stay standing. Like, he just... It's straight up, like, he's just beating his ass until he just has to lay on the ropes to stay standing. I love that word, wallop. Wallop. It's Such fun. It's like word. meaty. It rolls off the tongue so yeah, well. Wallop. Wallop. It's like a cuphead, right? Yeah. So, getting his second win, Edwards stands up on his own, right? He looks at Lockhart and he says, I didn't hear no bell. I was just like, this, I love this man. <laughs> I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> he then tries to hit um, a strike into like, like he goes to punch him. Darius doc, uh, ducks it. He goes to backfist him. Lockhart counters it by dodging it into a high knee. He then tries to lift up Edwards, but either Edwards is too big or he's just too tired. because he, So he can't move him. This results in O'Shea launching Lockhart off of him. like He just straight up picks him up and throws him across the ring. And then he hits a devastating backhand, which just sends Lockhart into just a collapse. He just straight up falls on his face. Edwards then picks him up onto his knees, says to him, I said I was going to fuck you up, and then he just nails him with a burning hammer and picks up the win. 
Jesus. Great fucking match between these two. This gets a high meh for me. It didn't get the yeah, mark out, but awesome. goddamn, this match is fucking great. I was nice. really impressed by these two. Especially since oh, yeah. the last time I saw a uh, Edwards match, it was not the greatest match, so I was really happy to see him get a good showing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like a blast. Mm-hmm. All right, what you got, Mikey? This is actually a surprise to me now, because I, I have no idea. Effie ver- I'm going to go first. Effie versus Jordan Grace oh, from God. Fest Wrestling. Hit me with it. So, this match starts off, first. Uh, firstly, with Grace flexing in the ring. Of course. Of course. Big Mama uh, the, cr- the crowd boos her. What? Because this is an Effie crowd. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Because that Effie flexes, and the crowd goes crazy. Of course. <laughs> Uh, and then these two start off with a quick sequence of like dodging, like one goes for a clothesline, they duck, then the other like d- drops down, leapfrog over, and then there's one point where Effie like gets on his back and spreads his legs, and Jordan like jumps through them and like rolls through. Mm-hmm. But when she rolls through, Effie gets up on his knees, and Jordan's standing up, and Effie just goes, "Yeah, come on, bring it!" While he's down on his knees, of course. And Jordan's like, "Oh, you want me to do this? like the like the pelvic thrust that people do to Effie?" <laughs> and the crowd's like, "Yeah, hit him, do it!" And Effie's like, "Yeah, bring it!" And then Jordan's like, "Okay," but instead of doing it, she just takes his head and just knees him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, show the fuck you. <laughs> just after, just knees him in the face, and Effie just like rolls, just like. Effie sells it like that. Like, he takes his knee, and then he, like, jumps up. He, it's like it's like when the, the Rock used to sell stunners. Oh, okay. He, like, takes the knee, jumps up, he, like, bounces around, he rolls out, and then he rolls out to the apron. Oh. <laughs> uh, and while he's on the apron, he has his legs open, and, and Jordan Grace, like, uh, runs and, like, slides underneath his legs. Yeah. And gets to the outside, and gets him in an um, electric chair position, mm-hmm. and then hits him with a face buster on the apron. Ooh. Uh, and then, uh, Grace goes to grab Effie and throw him back in the ring, but Effie breaks out of it, hits Jordan with a couple of forearms and a quick pump kick, which stuns Jordan for a second. While Jordan is stunned, Effie runs around to the side of the ring, goes underneath it, grabs a chair, comes back around, sets up the chair on the outside, sits Jordan Grace in it, and then he goes up onto the apron. Okay. And from the apron... Effie goes to do a senton onto Jordan while she's sitting in the chair, but Jordan moves out of the way. Ooh. And after Jordan moves out of the way, Effie just crash lands on this oh, chair. I just realized. Right? I mean, he sits the chair. <laughs> yeah, Effie just crash lands on this chair. He's, he's down. Oh, my God. Uh, and while he's down, Jordan Grace just sees a, a, a fan in the front row. It's just like a little kid picks him up, walks over to Effie, and just slams the kid onto Effie. <laughs> Turns around, finds what? another kid, does it again. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and then for the third time, and then a third time, she runs, she goes, where's his jacket? She runs, finds Effie's spiky jacket. Yeah. Puts it, puts it onto another fan who is a grown man this time. Oh my, okay. Picks the grown man up and slams him onto Effie while he's wearing <laughs> Effie's spiky jacket. <laughs> Oh my god, what the f- I've heard of a dog pile, but that's just ridiculous. Yes. Where so are the Jordan- kids, though? <laughs> they volunteered. They ran up to Jordan. We're like, up! <laughs> and she up. was like, okay, okay. slam. Sure, children. <laughs> Onto Effie. Uh, and then uh, Jordan throws him back in, hits him with a couple of clubs. She goes for a clothesline, but while she goes for the clothesline, Effie's able to duck underneath it, hit a German suplex, start getting a little momentum here. Um... 
Uh, then he, he hits the suplex. Jordan like gets up and stumbles into the corner. Yeah. And uh, Effie goes for a corner splash, uh, but Jordan is able to avoid it. Okay. Uh, get him. Get uh, avoid it. She puts Effie in the corner, gets him up to the top rope, sets up for a superplex. Yeah. But Effie's able to fight out, mm-hmm. uh, push Jordan back down to the ring, and while she's down there. She hits Effie with like an elbow to like knock him, to stun him, and while while he's stunned, she she goes to set him up for the muscle buster. Oh shit! But Effie fights out yet again, and like and like breaks out, and then like kicks Jordan away mm-hmm. from away from the the corner. But when he kicks Jordan away from the corner, she just like back rolls, lands on her feet, and then rushes the corner again and just grabs Effie and hurls him halfway across the ring. Oh my god. <laughs> She just like ran, like literally, like a snap of finger. Like, he reverses the muscle buster. She like reco- she she rolls through, recovers, runs back at him, just grabs him, goes whoop, and just eats him. Yeah, he just runs. She just <laughs> runs right back at him. It's um, just rolls him across the ring. He's gone. Yeah. Uh. Then after she throws him, Jordan's in the corner now. Yeah. And then Effie gets up and charges back into the court. She goes goes to charge it. Grace, who's in the corner, mm-hmm. Grace uses the 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 uh, top rope to like get herself up and just stomp her knees straight into Effie's oh. chest. Or her, her not her knees, her feet. She like double stomps them in the chest. Oh my god! Basically, she hops up, gets her feet up to Effie's chest level, and just like kicks them and all just follows them all the way down. God damn! Yeah. Um. So Effie's not having a good day. No, not at all. Uh, she goes to pin him, but Effie is able to kick out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whilst whilst uh, Grace is like, "Ref, come on, where was the count?" Effie kips up, hits a super kick, oh. then then hits a famouser. Okay. And then Effie is able to hit uh, a you know his signature move where he does the cutter and then flips over into the reverse guillotine. Yeah. Does that? Locks it in on Jordan. Jordan's able to get to the ropes, break out of there. Uh, so at the, that does not win Effie the match. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Jordan ends up like Effie goes to pick Jordan Grace up. Uh, or sorry, Effie is like backs up and Jordan's on the ropes and he goes to like clothesliner. Mm-hmm. But Effie or Jordan pulls the top rope down and Effie flies out. Uh, of course. Yeah, uh, Effie flies to the outside. Uh, then Effie gets back up on the ap- apron. Him and Jordan trade shots for a while, and then Jordan just grabs the top rope and pulls it toward her and flips Effie into the ring from the apron. <laughs> okay, shit. All right. It's the one uh, way to get a and, man into the ring. Yeah, and then she turns around and rushes at him and just nails him with a clothesline that absolutely turns him inside out. Ooh. It just, like, folds him in. Like, he hits, he hits him and he just folds in half. I'd say I was surprised <laughs> Effie's still in it at this point, but I've seen Effie do some pretty crazy shit, so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, after, so after that clothesline, she goes to pick, she picks Effie up, gra- goes for a choke slam, mm-hmm. but you can't choke Effie. Effie likes it. Oh, yeah. Effie likes getting choked. So, jo- Grace goes to choke, choke slam Effie, but then, uh, Effie, like, falls to the ground, and Grace has, like, her hand on his throat still. Yeah. So the ref is like, oh, hey, stop choking him. One, two, three, you know, you know you're not supposed yeah, to choke course. people. But then Grace is like, I can't move my hand. He's holding it there. <laughs> and every time she moves her hand, Effie just grabs it and pulls it back. Oh. Back onto his throat. <laughs> and the ref keeps going like, one, two, and Jordan's like, it's not me. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And Effie's like, yeah. <laughs> um, Even the ref's against Jordan. 
Yeah, so they do that. They do that shtick for a while. Effie gets back to his feet. Uh, he goes to like while while like Jordan's like kind of like you know stunned that he's even up. He goes to like land like a an elbow, mm-hmm. but Jordan's able to like move out of the way of it, and then out of nowhere land her pump handle driver finishing move to win the match. Oh 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 shit! Okay, yeah, Jordan wins it one two three right in the middle of the ring. She like. After she choked Effie, Effie got up, and Effie, like, went for a move, and Jordan was like, nope, and just folds him up for a pump handle driver and just ends up winning. Huh. Damn, but it was a very was good just... spot to end the match, because it was hilarious. It sounded hilarious. Mm-hmm. So Jordan was on fire this match. Yeah, it was basically Jordan. Uh, it was, I wouldn't say a squash, because Effie got some offense in, but it was pretty close to a squash. Because uh, Jordan just destroyed Effie and uh, ended up winning this match. It was very good, though. I liked it a lot. Mm. Like like I said, Effie got his moments in. Uh, Jordan looked like an like a absolute beast. Uh, and it ended up being a decent match. I'm going to give it a high meh. I liked it a lot. Nice. That's what we like yeah. to hear. All right. So, Zach, what is your next match of the evening? Or, I guess, the week. I guess, you don't know when you, We don't know when you're listening to this. <laughs> for us, it's the evening. We for don't know what it is for you. Uh, it's gonna be Vanity and the Woad. Okay, alright. This match was hilarious and f- really fun to watch. It was more one-sided towards the Woad, though I'll say it first off, than I thought it was gonna be. But this match was really fun. So, yeah. these two f- start off, classic, uh, old-fashioned collar and elbow tie-up. They end up, like, flying around the ring, they're on the ropes, pretty much, and yet, surprisingly, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's even for now, right? Mm-hmm. So they separate, and eventually... They get this little rest period, and they go back at it again, and Vanity ends up getting a waist lock, so the Woad tries to thrust her ass back to knock her down, because, you know, weapon mm-hmm. of ass destruction. Yep. But Vanity dodges, and she's like, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. <laughs> so Woad's like, you sure about that? Because I almost got you. So, <laughs> Are you sure about that? So, before we go any further, I actually want to comment how the banter between these two, as well as their character work, was really good. And okay. considering the fact that this was during a COVID era, so there's no crowd while watching this match, it fill, it does a really good job of filling in the gap that the crowd has for this match. Okay. And it also made it really funny, but you'll you'll see why in a second, or at least why I thought it was. So Vanny's All like, right. we're going to go do a test of strength, classic test of strength, and Wode's like, well, my arms are about as strong as my ass, but you know, you could try for it. So they lock up, and initially it's like, Vanny's got this in the bag, right? Mm-hmm. But then slowly but surely, Woe just, like, fights her way back and wins the fucking thing. Mm. She forces Vanity to, like, a bridge position, and realizing this isn't going to work for her, Vanity uh, goes for a roll-up, which then sets in, which sets a chain in motion of uh, Woad rolling her up, Vanity rolling her up, you know, the whole, like, big shebang. There's actually a crucifix pin in here by Vanity, which I was not expecting, but appreciated nonetheless, because I always love me a good <laughs> crucifix. I didn't see it coming, but I certainly did appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as my prequel means say, a surprise to be sure, but not an unwelcome one. So the two then get back to their feet, and Vanity tries to knock Woad back to the mat by ramming her in the shoulder. And it actually ends up hurting her more than Woad. So she goes, like, so much so that she actually ends up going down on one knee. Like, she's like, ow, what the f-? So she gets up, and for some reason unknown to me, she tries it again. Because I guess she thinks, no, there's no shot. I, I got this. And surprise, surprise, same thing happens. Surprise, surprise, she doesn't got this. So she goes to Woe and she goes, you try. And she's like, you want me to try? And she's like, yeah. She's like, so she goes and does it. And so I'm surprised she just knocks Vanity right over on her first try. So Vanity mm. gets back up, tries to hit, t- t- hit toss her, can't. 
So Wode hip tosses her instead. So after the hip toss, Vandy crawls to the ropes, and she's laying on the middle ropes towards the outside, right? So Wode sees, and she's like, cheeks for weeks, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then she runs, and she just hip attacks her, basically chokes her, and she she just crawls out of the ring at this point. So she takes as much time, Vandy takes as much time on the outside as she possibly can. Like, she even resets the count because she's gotten her ass up, let's, to be fair to her. And eventually, once she's rested and recovered enough, she yanks Wode out by her leg, pulls her out of the ring, hits a huge chop to her chest. And it was a good chop, too. And I was like, nice. And she's glowing. She's like, yeah, that's right. That's what it's all about. And while she's doing this, you could just see Wode just slowly recover behind her. (laughs) And I'm just laughing at it because she's got this, like, Uh really. It's just like she's so, like, full of herself. So So once she is rested and recovered, Wode then just turns her around, and she just slugs her in the face with two forearms. <laughs> Brutal. Gets her back in the ring, hits her with a body splash in the corner, then goes to Irish Whipper, but Vanity actually hangs onto the ropes for, like, dear life. Like, she's just, like, Wode's like, come on, get out of the corner. And Vanity's like, no. <laughs> she's just yanking. <laughs> I don't wanna. She's hanging on for dear life at this point until she eventually lets go and forearms Wode in the face. She runs at her, and then we get this nice sequence where Wode grabs her by the arm and counters her. And before she can do anything, Vanity counters this counter with a rush, a Russian leg sweep. Like, she pulls her back and spins her around into her, and then she grabs her by her head and Russian leg sweeps her. I, it's hard to kind of describe it, but it looks quite cool. Finally in control of this match, Vanity proceeds to beat down and trash talk the shit out of, the, out of Wode until she lays her down with her ass up in the air. Because, honestly... It's, she deserves it after all the beating that she's taken. She gets a little bit in. So she's like, all right, let's see how good that ass is. So she smacks it. And there's this brief pause where she's just looking at her hand. Then she just goes, ow! And she just falls to her knees, holding her hand. I'm dying at this point because I'm just not expecting her to get hurt. And in denial of what just happened, Vanity's like, she gets back up. You could hear her saying, like, there's no shot that that just fucking happened to me. So Lode <laughs> at this point has twerked herself up to her feet. So Vanity smacks that ass again. And again, she's screaming in pain on her knees. The ref even asks, like, are you alright? And she goes, no! Did you just see what she, what she did to me? Are you alright? No! I'm just... I'm just dying. I'm just, like... Obviously! I'm corpsing in my chair here watching this kid. Just, like, in disbelief that this is happening. So Wode's now ready to go. And the two go blow for blow at forearms to each other's chest. Until eventually, Vanity goes for a backslide pin. Wode uses her ass to knock her off of her into a corner. So Vanity then goes to said corner to retreat. So Wode picks up both of her legs while she's in the corner, like her arms are up, and she just pulls her out of it, and she just, like, lands flat on her back. And then she jumps and sits on her to pit her, but Vanity somehow kicks out. Honestly, don't know how at this point after all the beating that she's gotten. So Wode goes to the middle rope, and seeing this, Vanity palm strikes Wode in the throat which caused her to violently cough and just kind of sit there on the middle rope as she's trying to regain her breath. Vanity then mm-hmm. goes to the middle rope. Um, no, oh, my bad. Um, so she then pulls her legs out so that she's now sitting in the rope, kind of like how Dustin Rhodes' spot. You know what I'm talking about? Where he, like, has the opponent lined up. Yeah, and then he, like, kicks their legs apart yeah. to do the thing. Yeah, and she yeah, kicks yeah. Them, and kicks them in the groin. That's This is what Wo- the Vanity does to Woad. She screams cookie cutter right before she does this, which I realized as I looked up is her signature. Ah. runs, kicks her in the groin. I swear to God, this isn't a theme for my matches. It just happened to happen the second week in a row. 
And then as she walks mm-hmm. away, Wode falls out of the corner, and Vanity starts to clutch her foot, and she falls to a knee, and she screams, even her cookies hurt, man! What the fuck? She's just like, my arms hurt, my fucking foot hurts, everything fucking hurts because of you. Like, she just can't catch a fucking break. Mm-hmm. So, Vanity is in the corner now. Wode goes to the corner. Wode runs at her in the corner, hits her with a huge hip attack into her face, picks her up, slams her to the mat, then stacks her up for the one, two, three. Nice. Ending was a bit out of nowhere, in my opinion. Though, granted, Woe dominated this whole match, so I guess, I mean, it makes sense. She just couldn't catch a break. But overall, this match is really good. Like, they did a great job selling each other's offense. I mean, obviously, Vanity gets the award for that because she sold the shit out of Woad. Mm-hmm. And the... Because I didn't talk about it as much, because if I talked about how much I enjoyed their bands or the, or the lines they said, I'd be talking here for much longer. So, I'll leave it <laughs> up to you if you want to watch the match. But I liked a lot of the shit they said. Like, Vanity and Woad did a great job bouncing off of each other. Alright. Now, there is one slight gripe that I have with this match, is that there were, like, a few... Some spots looked a bit iffy at points, and there are moments you could tell, like, one of them was, like, waiting for the other one to run and hit them. And that uh, somewhat okay. took me out of the match, but obviously not as much as... much Not, not obviously as much as it seems, though, for me, because obviously I'm gushing about the match. I still liked mm-hmm. it. With all that in mind, I'm gonna give the match a high man. I really liked it, and I haven't laughed. I mean, it's been a while since I've laughed that hard at a fucking spot that it <laughs> <laughs> just just got me. Don't know what it was. Hey, fair. Sometimes, sometimes you just like some spots just make you laugh. And the best, and the most important thing in a wrestling match is that you have fun and laugh. He said it, folks. I said it. The man speaks the truth. You have a rainbow over my head now, just like a little like <laughs> the more you know thing. Like the over more my head. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right well let let's get to my my second match of the uh the week here we got jessica troy versus charlie evans charlie evans having a it, hot streak on here in independent waters uh yeah More because so relevancy she's good is she oh she's fantastic the last was it we've had this is there gonna be a third match here right or is it second probably second or third i but memory of a goldfish she just debuted in JCW, Jersey Championship Wrestling. Ooh, I didn't know that. Well, they didn't debut. She she saved... I forgot what his Everett name Connors. was. Everett Connors. Yeah, there it is. So, Charlie Evans just uh, appeared in Jersey Championship Wrestling uh, right before the Mox versus... Right before uh, the Mox versus Gage uh, event from GCW. Uh, saving Everett... Con- or not save... I guess coming out to help Everett Connors. Uh, or save him from a beatdown after, his, after he won his match. Nice. Uh, and, yeah, they, apparently, they're dating. Oh! And she's from Australia. So this was a nice little reunion for them, and it was very Aww. fucking cute. That's sweet. Because she came in, she came in, she, like, saved him from the beatdown, and she was wearing, like, a hood and a mask. Mm-hmm. Like, a full, like, face mask. And then she pulled the hood off and pulled the face mask down, and they both, like, gave that, like... It was like a movie where they both, like, look at each other for a while, and then they just, like, and kiss, you know? Aww. But anyway, that's not why we're talking about Charlie Evans today. We're talking about Charlie Evans, because Charlie Evans is a motherfucking badass. Yes, she is. And so is Chetska Troy, because these two went head-to-head in a no-DQ match at Pro Wrestling Australia for Jessica Troy's championship. And, oh boy, these two murdered each other. (laughs) I'm seeing a pattern here with Australian wrestlers and murdering each other. (laughs) It seems like they really just like to fight each other, don't they? And I love it. 
Yeah, because right, this match starts off very similarly, to, very similarly to the Kanji match, where they just go, just, where they just start throwing moves at each other immediately as the bell rings. These two just absolutely start with the slugfest. They just throw punches back and forth. Charlie hits like a back suplex. Jessica Troy rolls through, goes ah! like pumps up, and then hits a knee. Oh and it just like these two just start trading shots back and forth for a while until uh, I. Uh, I believe Troy Troy gets the upper hand when uh she uh the the fight uh goes to the outside for a little bit, and Troy is able to trap Charlie Evans in the apron. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like you know when they're like going under the ring for a weapon, but then yeah. they got trapped between the apron and the ring. Yeah. Then she she pulls her arm up out from the eight like out from like the between the apron and the ring. Okay, and then just like kicks her arm into the side of the apron. Oh! What the fuck? Yeah. Damn! Uh, and then, while they're still on the outside, uh, Troy grabbed, like, a, uh, uh, she grabbed, like, a photo, like, a laminated photo from under the ring. Oh. I couldn't really tell what it was because the, for, like, a couple of seconds, like, on the YouTube video, it looked like it was just a replay of the live feed because it looks like it cut out every once in a while and just went to, like, a black screen. Gotcha. Like, like it only happened in, like, the beginning for, like, Maybe two or three times, and it was, like, really quick. But then it, then it never happens again for the rest of the match. But it cut out a couple times, so I couldn't really see what she was grabbing. But the announcers were selling it like it was a picture of the both of them, because they used to be best friends. Oh, shit. Okay. So the story of this match is that they used to be best friends, and now they're not. Uh, I don't know why, because there was no, like, little promo package before the oh, match or anything. Yeah, but they used to be best friends. Now they're not. Now they're fighting. Uh, so it looked like a, a picture of the two of them, and she used it to do like the uh, the paper cuts on onto Charlie Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. So she 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 gives Evans a couple of paper cuts with with the the picture, and then she throws Evans back. She throws Evans back in the ring. Uh, Evans is like leading on the on the bottom turnbuckle, and Jessica Troy gets into uh, gets in the ring. And goes for like a running double, a uh, running uh, meteora into the corner. Mm-hmm. But Evans is able to slide herself out of the ring, and then she takes, she grabs Troy, Jessica Troy by the legs and trips her up mm-hmm. and pulls her into the to the post. And then while her legs are trapped on the post, Charlie like or yeah, Charlie grabs Troy's leg and just like rams it into the post a couple times. Ooh. And then she goes underneath the ring, grabs a chair. And slams her knee into the post with the chair. Oh my god! Yeah. What the uh, fuck? Basically, and then for a while, it's it's Evans targeting the leg. Uh, like she brings she brings Troy back in. She has she's laying down. She takes a chair and just beats her leg with it a couple times. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Evans sets up the chair like right by the ropes. Okay. She throws Troy to the apron. Okay. She gets in, like, the spike DDT position, like Orton hat, like Orton does. Yeah. But it looks like, uh, it, while she's about to get set up for this, she, like, has the chair a little off to the side. That's, like, opened up in, like, seated position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Troy is able to escape her hold for a second. Uh, like, she's able to fight out of it. And then she go she goes to go for, like, a springboard spear through the ropes. Yeah. But before she can even, like, get through the rope, she, like, loads up and starts to come in, and as she starts to come in, Evans just meets her with, a, like, a, just a giant knee strike. Oh. Oh, that sounds like a car crash. Yeah, and, and Troy's just, like, d- uh, just 
like limp over the over the middle rope. Oh. And then Evans grabs her again in this like headlock position, sets up the chair, and just does a spinning neck breaker off the second rope onto the chair. Mm. And then uh Troy's able to kick out, and uh when Evans goes to pick her up, Troy, like from her knees, starts throwing like forearm strikes at Evans. Okay. But Evans is just Evans is just like, oh. Yeah, like, she's like, bring it. Oh my Come on, God. hit me harder, you know? So she just keeps hitting her, hitting her, hitting her. She gets to her feet, hits her one more time, and then Evans, like, Evans goes, all right, and just comes back and just rocks her, and she goes down. Oh, oh my God. Damn. Uh, then, from there, Evans is able to lock in the STF, uh, but Troy, uh, Troy, from there, grabs Charlie's fingers and, like, goes to, like, do like the Pete Dunn thing where she just, oh, like knocks no. him apart. She she grabs Troy's fingers, or Troy grabs Charlie's fingers, and Charlie just like sees what's coming and just starts elbowing Troy in the head. But she breaks the STF. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> then, uh, Charlie the Charlie grabs two chairs, uh, brings them in the ring, sets one up in the middle of the ring, seated. Mm-hmm. Then takes the other one, sets it up upside down. It's like in the same position as the other chair. Okay, but that chair is upside down on the other one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So like one chair is upside down on top of the other chair, but they're both opened. Yeah, I get what you mean. Cool. And then she turns it on its side, so it's like oh. just like this. Yeah. Uh, she tries to grab Troy to set up a suplex onto the chairs. But Troy is able to reverse it and just drop Charlie. And she's able to reverse it and hit a back suplex on her. She hits like a weird suplex. And like the way Evans turns felt weird. But anyway, she hit, she reverses it, slams Evans onto the chairs instead. Uh, and is able to get the upper hand here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy is able to land a couple of running knee strikes to Evans in the corner. She like, Evans like makes her way to the corner and then. Troy, like, gets back, runs, and just hits her with a knee, and then comes out, like, selling the knee, because she used the bad knee for the, the oh, knee strike. Oh, okay. Does, does another knee strike, then hits a double knee. Oh, Jesus. And, but this one, this double knee, uh, when she hit it, uh, there was a, a chair set up in that corner earlier. So, when she went to go set up the double knee, she, like, closed the chair and put it in the corner, and then put Charlie, like, face first onto the chair, oh. and then hit the double knees. Oh! Yeah. And then, she takes that chair, sets it up, puts Charlie in it, and then from the top rope, hits a Meteora on a, a Meteora, which the announcers will call a Cediora, because Charlie was sitting down. That was very funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was crazy. Uh, then she goes to pin Evans. Evans kicks out. This pisses Troy off. Troy goes outside the ring, grabs a kendo stick, oh, and just beats the crap out of Charlie Evans for a little bit. She beats the crap out of Charlie Evans. Evans gets up on her knees. She goes to swing one. Troy goes to swing one last time, but Evans just catches it. Oh. Uh. Evans catches it. Uh, and then puts Troy in, like, a gory special, like, on her back, uh-huh. but then takes the kendo stick 
and chokes her with the kendo oh. stick while she's just on her back. Jesus Christ. While she's in, like, this backpack position, she has the kendo stick just choking her as well. And then she does the gory bomb with the kendo stick across oh. her neck. Oh. <laughs> uh, goes to pin Troy. Troy kicks out. Evans is getting pissed off at this point. So Evans sets up yet another chair in the middle of the ring, grabs Troy by, like, the back of her hair, okay. and just puts her into the chair, like, puts her whole body, like, through, like, the okay. hole in the chair. All so right. she's basically, like, laying on this set-up chair. She's, like, wrapped up in it. Mm-hmm. And then Charlie, like, backs up, runs the ropes, and just hits a running drop kick into the chair oh, while Troy God. is wrapped up in it. Dude. <laughs> this is the... This is... One of the spots in this match that made me go, oh my god! Bro, dude, that's... I, like, audibly yelled. It was like, oh. I don't know what oh. what what they did or what why she hates her, but god, you, you think she did something so horrible. Yeah, and then she goes to pin Troy. Troy kicks out. Evans has had enough at this point. Of course. So Evans heads out to the outside. Of, or she, she takes all four chairs that are in the ring right now. Sets them up face-to-face, so it's, like, two chairs facing each other, two chairs facing each other, right mm-hmm. near the corner, like, facing the, the corner. Okay. And then she goes under the ring, she goes outside, goes under the ring, and she gets, she goes, chair, 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 and she gets a pile of chairs. She gets a pile of chairs, and then two bundles of skewers. <laughs> uh, wait, what? Hold on. It's two bundles of skewers. Wait a second, hold on. You heard hold me, right? Uh, two bundles of skewers. Then... With these, she takes this, she goes back in the ring, grabs two more chairs, sets up another two chairs facing each other. So now we have a row of six chairs facing okay. the corner. Interesting. Then she takes a chair, beats Troy down a little bit so she can continue her work because she's not done. Mm-hmm. So she has these six chairs. She takes more chairs, lays them across those chairs that are set up. Okay. And then takes another chair. Keeps hitting Troy again because she's still not done. Wow. Oh, my. And then she takes four more chairs, sets them up on top of everything that's already set up. So we have a pyramid of just set up of just chairs. Huh. So it's like six chairs, a layer of unopened chairs, and then and then set up chairs on top. So it's like two and two. How long did this take to construct? A little bit. But. She sets up all the chairs, finally. Charlie brings Troy up to the top rope. Troy, uh, it looks, she brings Charlie up, or she brings Troy up to the top rope. Looks like she's going for a superplex. Troy's able to slip out and get, like, get Evans in, like, a powerbomb position, but Evans punches, like, beats her way out before she can get powerbomb. Uh-huh. Then, Troy gets back up to the top with Evans, gets Evans in a superplex position, and then Troy superplexes Evans through that pyramid of chains. Ah, she Kevin Owens herself, I see. Yeah. Uh, Needless to say, they were both down after this, so no one gets a pin. No one is able to get an attempted pinfall. Mm -hmm. Uh, But after they both uh, recover from this chair bump, they get up to their knees. These two look at each other while they're on their knees. And they just start trading forearms back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It gets faster and faster and faster and faster. And then they finally get up to their feet. Uh, Evans go. Evans hits like forearm, forearm, forearm. But then she goes for like one big clothesline. Troy ducks under it, 
hits a German soup hits a back soup sorry hits a back suplex okay and wipes Evans out mm-hmm. goes for a pin Evans kicks out Troy's like all right all right here we go Troy gets out of the ring goes underneath the ring grabs a tiny little bag oh uh, no what could be in this bag oh boy uh, everyone Troy uh, Troy brings the bag to the ring. Troy dips her hand in the bag. Troy pulls out a handful of tacks, sprinkles them on the ring, oh and then dumps the bag over. So there's now tacks everywhere. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> then, uh, these two, uh, so, uh, Evans, or no, not Evans, uh, Troy goes to hit Evans with, like, a suplex into the tacks, but... Evans is like like reversing the suplex and doing the thing where like she blocks it. Yeah. So what Troy decides to do is go for like a bulldog to mm-hmm. like bulldog her into the tax, and she goes for the bulldog. She runs the ropes. Charlie gets up, runs the rope like runs the ropes around her. Mm-hmm. Like so when she so basically when Troy comes back, Charlie's running the ropes like back at her. Okay. She ducks under her, spins around, grabs her. By the waist and just German suplex into the tax on Troy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> then Troy uh, uh, is able. Uh, Troy, uh, she goes for the pin. Troy kicks out. Troy is able to shake it off a little bit. Uh, then uh, uh, that Charlie picks up Troy. She goes for another suplex into the tax, but Troy is able to sh- like get herself out, hit a super kick, hit a pump kick, and then she does, and then she hits Charlie with a suplex into the tax. <laughs> so both of these two have taken a tack bumper that's, now. That's wild. After going through a pyramid of chairs. What the fuck? Then, after that tack bump, Troy doesn't go for the pin. No, no, no. You know what Troy does? Troy grabs those skewers from earlier. I was wondering when those would come into play. Troy grabs a bundle of skewers Runs up behind Charlie Evans, bashes him in Charlie Evans' head. Oh. Evans, Ev- she lets go. Evans has like the flower of te- of uh, skewers yeah. coming out of her head. She laughs at Troy. Oh my! God. With the skewers coming out of her head, flips off Troy. Troy walks up, grabs her middle finger, twists her arm, puts it into the tax, and then stomps her hand into the tax. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? She's insane. She's a mad woman. <laughs> Stomps her hand into the tax, and then she locks in her armbar, which is her finishing move. Yeah. In which, while Evans is laying in the tax, still, she's laying in the tax. She has the skewers coming out of her head. She has an armbar locked in. Evans is out. Evans isn't tapping out. But what makes her tap out is a weapon from earlier that got brought out. It's a. That, that I didn't that note that I didn't notice until the end of this match. It was a purple mannequin arm, but the mannequin arm was wrapped in barbed wire. <laughs> so while she's in the while she while Charlie Evans is his arm bar, laying in tacks with skewers popping out of her head, she get she gets to the ropes. No rope breaks. There's no DQ. Yeah. She she like bites the rope with her teeth to like try to I guess ease the pain or like be like oh like power through it. Dude, but I then this gets, submit. yeah, this gets uh, 
Troy close enough to grab that mannequin arm wrapped in barbed wire and lock in the arm bar with the other oh. with the barbed wire arm, which finally makes Evans tap out and Troy gets the win. Jesus fucking Christ, what the fuck? This match was insane. <laughs> This was a no this was a no DQ match, but it was really a death match. That was wow, you got it was like a it was like death match light. Death You know, it had it had like it had like the it had a crazy chair. There was no like glass or anything like that, but there was like light barbed wire, there was tack. Yeah. There was uh skewers. Like it was like a lot of a lot of the big players in death matches were there. Uh oh man, was it a great match. Uh and I think Charlie Evans is going to continue the streak of getting markouts on this show, because this match ruled. Sounds <laughs> and like I pop and I pop for it a lot. <laughs> so this match gets an absolute markout for me. Absolutely awesome. These two kicked each other's asses. Uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. Jessica Troy was able to retain her title over Charlie Evans, and in an absolute slobber knocker, these two killed each other, and I loved every second of it. <laughs> Uh, so I give this match a mark out. It absolutely kicked ass. God damn. Yeah, dude. Well, what <laughs> Yeah, the it was fuck? wild. I, I have like three and a half pages of notes for this match. You just crazy. kept going, and I was like, damn, this match must be long and good. It was uh, 20 minutes long, this match. Oh my god. <laughs> this match was 20 minutes long. I heard no DQ. I'm like, all right, 13 to 15 other. minutes tops, for sure. 20, no. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Oh, it ruled. Sound and every like second that. of it was great. Oh, All right, boy. so that's both of our matches for this week. Yeah, that just that, that leaves us with the match we both took a look at, which Zach, I believe you picked this week. I did. So why don't you tell us what it is? So the match that we watched this week was ASF versus Izzy James at New Texas Pro Wrestling for the. Oh fucking! What man. did ASF stand for? ASF was like Antonio San Francisco or something like that. I think so. Oh, I don't actually remember. You're right. Is Antonio San Francisco? Ooh, I was right. So this match is from New Texas Pro Wrestling and is for the GCWA Rising Star Championship. But this isn't any old championship match. This is a dog collar match. Oh, yeah. I'll be real. I literally picked this match solely on the fact I didn't know either of these guys. And I saw a dog collar match and I thought, oh, well, that, ca- that could be good. Why not? And I'm like, that's a fun stipulation we don't usually get. <laughs> what did you think about this match, Mikey? I like this match. I thought it was decent. I thought it was decent. It showed off both of them really well. Uh, the dog collar stipulation, I think. Uh, I don't think it was necessary. Yeah, see, I-, I have written down here. It was a good match, but I felt like the chain hurt rather than helped a lot in this match. I, I agree. It definitely hurt more than helped. But there was the- there was some cool spots here and there. There, there were some cool spots of the chain here and there, like whenever ASF went for like a big high-flying move, and Izzy James just like ripped them off the top rope. Yes, those are the ones where I was... Like, where nope. I, was, I, I have <laughs> actually written there. Is like, that was literally where I was like, yeah, that's a great use of the chain. Yeah, the rest of the time it... Just didn't really feel like they ever used it or cared about it. it yeah, just kind of like was it kind of was just like occasionally used to pull ASF off the top rope, and that was really it. Yeah, so let's let's get into this match. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Or like, of this or match. like maybe choke somebody with, and it's like, oh, okay, something like that. <laughs> All right, so of course the match starts, and these two start to chug tug on the chain until ASF gets a good couple shots in, and then jumps on James and locks in a very deep guillotine. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, we're already going with this. All right. James gets yep. out of it by overpowering ASF, but ASF retaliates with a waist lock followed by a clothesline that dumps him to the outside. 
The chain did not cooperate at all during this spot. They got tangled Dang. in it immediately, and I was just like, oh, no. I was like, Oh, right off the bat. I was huh? like, oh, that's so unfortunate. Then my next thought was, I really hope that doesn't happen for the rest of this match. Uh, spoiler alert, it does. <laughs> so, ASF goes to the top rope. Like, he's on the... Like, he's about to jump off onto James on the outside, and then James just yanks him off the top rope and sends him flying to the floor, which I loved, as you and I both just said. Mm-hmm. So then James suplexes ASF onto the very hard-sounding ramp, and then we have the nice, yeah. a, a neat spot here where we dragged him around the ring with the chain. Another good use of the chain here. Until they get to the yeah. ring post. This is, the, the, when he dragged him with the chain, that was brutal. Ooh. When he just, like, just dragged him across the floor. Mm-hmm. I was like, Ugh. The early stages of this match have good uses of the chain. Because, like, what he does is he throws ASF when they get to the corner post. He, they, he throws him to the other side of the post through the ring. So now the chain is in between them. Mm-hmm. And he just pulls ASF into the post. Like, he just yep. yanks him several... He's merciless. He just yanks him several times into this post. And then eventually, like, he's, like, laying on, like, the ring itself, and he starts to choke him using the chain. I was like, okay, yeah. this is good so far. Taking play out of his book, ASF tries to do the same thing. Doesn't really work, to be honest. Uh, well, actually, no, you know, it does. Never mind, I'm a dumbass. Pulls him into the, into the post, goes around the ring, and then the two of them fight on the outside and end up at a photographer's booth. Oh, that was so when they fought when they fought in the photo area. That they're was like really beating, good. So like as they're beating each other up, they're like taking time where like one person's in control and like the photographer is just like, all right, well, fuck it, you paid me, so and he just starts taking pictures of <laughs> he's them. Like, he's like, well, you're in the setup, I might as well. And they just start taking pictures for like advertisements and promos for each guy when the other one's in control. I was yeah. highly amused by this. It was very good. So then they, I use like a very when I, when I used to do school photography, I used a very 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 similar setup. So I was like. <laughs> That was funny. So they take their beating each other. They're posing with each other. Eventually, though, James uh, picks up ASF into a back drop position, and he just hoists him onto the apron. Looks like it mm-hmm. sucks. The two of them get back into the ring, where James gets booted in the face as he goes after ASF in the corner. ASF goes to the top, and again, is just ripped out of the sky by the chain. You'd think he'd learn it's the just, first time, man. but... Nope. <laughs> nope, he didn't. Nope. Tired of ASF's BS, uh, James whips him with the chain, which I won't lie, didn't look the best, but I got the point across, and I was just, like, working with it. Yep. ASF eventually starts to fight back, and they get this awesome sequence where James, hit, like, lifts ASF into, like, Baron Corbin's end of days. He slams him onto the mat, like, he stops, like, midway through it, slams him onto the mat, and then just sentons him right afterwards. Yes. It was, like, was awesome. peak of a combo move, and I'm a fucking sucker for combos, <laughs> so... Except upon contact, ASF then rolls him up, and he kicks out of it. And I was like, oh my god. ASF then goes for a springboard mover, and then James yanks him yanks off him with off the chain again. again. It's a motif Again, here. ASF just not not getting the point. It's maybe like, this isn't working. It's like he gets so into his own lucha style that like he completely forgets that he has a chain around his neck. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. love that whole scene. Have you ever heard the definition of insanity? <laughs> <laughs> I love that quote. It was the moments like these, though, where I really liked the match. The two of them, like, if you could tell, like, if without the chain fucking them up and then just being a wrestling match, like, these two had some chemistry that could work really well. So then James basically mummifies ASF. He wraps the chain around his forehead and his neck, and he just chokes him. Yeah, really just just sticking it to him. He nearly does, too. If I recall correctly, ASF, like, did you, like, the hand drop? was like, one, two, and then on three, he stops his hand from dropping. He starts to hook up. He passed out so hard that they had to do the thing. Like the, it was. I love. I love that spot always. Just like the hand drop. It's like, oh, okay, oh. one, yep, yeah, yep. He still passed out. 
And on the third one, it's like, ah! One of these days, it'll just drop and you'll be like, oh. Oh, I guess it... Ring the bell, it's over? I guess? That doesn't happen, though. Like, the ref is, like, expecting them to, like, catch their head, but it just drops a third like, time, and it's like, oh! Ring the bell? Oh, that actually... Has that ever actually decided a match? Has that that maneuver by, like, the, the arm dropping, has that ever actually decided a match? I think it has. I've seen it, but it's only been, like, at the end of the match, when it was very obvious the person was, like, passed the fuck out. Yeah, like, the thing is, it basically is the only time... Like, the only time it works is when the rule got changed to do it to, like, one arm drop instead of three. Yeah. Right? But once it... Like, every time it was three, it was always one, two, save. Yeah, never... Like, it was, never just, like... I feel like it never one, actually worked. Never. Almost never. Anyway. So then after this, after he hulks up, hits James with a jawbreaker onto the chains on his face, which actually nearly knocks him out. And I actually really like this, because I was like, oh, that's clever. So ASF gets some payback for the chain, just whacks him with it. And uh, it it's the same results, like the chain getting hit. They try. Mm-hmm. And then he hits him with a, with a tornado head scissors. The chain, though, got tangled. So again, this looked rough. But thankfully, the two salvaged it, and he didn't just fall to the ground. Like, like James caught him so he could spin around him and hit the head scissors. Yep. The two go back and forth in the corner until ASF finally hits a flying move in the form of a springboard sling blade, which looked fucking awesome. Yeah, it did. Lucha shit. And that's what he I want. finally got a top rope move. Yeah, finally. Finally so, didn't get ripped off the top rope. I know, it took, it took him three times and he finally did enough damage to, or was it four? Three or four times to finally do enough damage to hit that. It took a lot, was the point. Yes. So after a failed pin, ASF then kicks out James's leg, goes for another kick, James dodges it, James then lifts him up onto his shoulders in an electric chair position, and then ASF counters it with a fucking poison Rana, which sends James oh, just so good looking. falling out of him. It looked great! Like the, I love a poison Rana. That's so a sick good. Move. <laughs> and when it's done like like really well, and the person like pops up afterwards, it's just oh god. Mm-hmm. Yes. So ASF that falls up with a suicide dive. And you can see him like holding the chain to make sure that he doesn't get fucking caught and almost die on yeah. this actual suicide dive. Makes sense. They make their way back to the ring after this, and ASF goes to the top, jumps off, but James catches him mid-flight and turns it into a backbreaker. And then he hits him with a second backbreaker. Which is basically like Cedric Alexander's lumbar check. Brutal. It was very innovative looking because, like, you could tell, like, ASF went for a move and then stopped midair so that he could be, like, turned backward, like, turned onto his back to fall into his knee. Yep. James wraps the chain around ASF. This time his mouth starts to, like, yank on it. But this time ASF lifts himself up and throws him over his shoulder. James ends up, ends up in the corner, so ASF approaches him, and James hits him with a combination of kicks, followed by a backhand. Mm-hmm. He then bounces off the ropes like an inverted 619, then tries to use the momentum to hit this massive roundhouse kick, but ASF ducks it, and then he shoves him into the corner, James jumps over him, then ASF uses the ropes to flip over him and hit a massive German suplex, which I fucking love. It looked awesome. They called it the Mexican-German suplex, and I don't know if that's the actual name, but it was a fucking awesome Mexican-German suplex. I'll take it. It was sick. It was great. <laughs> Two, they get back up to their feet, and they just start hammering away with each other at forearms. Like, it's yep. pure whatever thing Mikey and I look for, just beating the shit yeah. out of each other. Two guys just beating the crap out of each other. Until James picks him up in a backdrop, and Asaph slips between his legs, pulls the chain up towards him, so it flips James onto his back. Which, which is a spot I will never get tired it's of. It's always a great-looking spot. It's yeah. Like, it, it also makes logical sense, too. Mm-hmm. So James gets back to his, um, gets back into this, though, by hitting a... He hits a picture-perfect Death Valley Driver in ASF after this. Like, it is, like, from the, the book, if you look up Death Valley Driver, like, that. that's it. 
that's what you got. Yeah. But ASF still kicks out of this somehow. So James, immediately somehow. as he kicks out, grabs his arm and transitions it into a crossface using the chain, which I liked quite a bit. Very nice. It was very nice. Gets out. ASF gets out of it by rolling him onto his side to turn into a pin. So James then gets out, and he knees him into the face, and then slams ASF into the ground, and then ascends to the top rope. And mm-hmm. then goes for a frog splash, but ASF gets his knees up, hits a smooth combination of strikes before turning into a tilt a whirl, turning a tilt a whirl into a pin, picking up the win. So the pin was wild. It was like a backslide, but then it was like a backslide from ASF. But then he like went into a handstand to give himself more leverage, I guess, mm-hmm. and that's what ended up getting him the win. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. I really like this one. This match was. When I watched this it match, it was it it was like you're right. It was like it was like fine. I wish it wasn't a dog collar match. It, I will say that it's like I, I'm like there were like glimpses here where you could tell like me and Mikey are like or at least, at least me. I was like there's a great match here that but it's just the there's, the chain just legit restrained this match. Yeah, there's a great match here somewhere, but they are definitely restricted by this chain or tied because up not only because not only do you have to work around you have to work around the chain in more than one way, right? Like you have yeah. to work around it physically, and you also have to work around it because you got to do. Like you gotta do moves with it and sell it, yeah. and be like, "Look, we're in a dog collar match, right?" Mm-hmm. So it's like it's taking away from like the moves that you would normally do yeah. and that people normally love, and it's, and it's making it harder to maneuver in the ring, especially with a high flyer like ASF. Yeah, who was trying to? I do, don't know. It, it, it was a bold gamble to have these two do this and hope that the chain wouldn't fuck up the spots. Yeah, I dog collar matches are tough, right? Because like, like they're either they're either great or it's just like a kind of a flop right? yeah like, like, there's no in between like there's no okay dog pretty much match. yeah they're like, either it's... great or they're like okay like it's or fine they're like, eh, yeah. mm. or awful in the off chance that it's just that bad but I yeah, it's just, like, they're just completely whatever it feels you know like what? sometimes it just doesn't need to be a stipulation yeah it's just it was it was unneeded but the two of them still had at least a good showing i'll give them that like the chain yeah. didn't do them any favors but they did a damn good job of salvaging it when it happened that's true they did so what would you give this match I'm going to give this one a meh. It was fine. I'm also going to give it a meh. Like, yeah, I think, like I said, like we said, I think the dog collar hurt it more than helped it. Honestly, I, the dog collar took me a lot out of this match, and then I would get back into it when I saw, like, that crazy-ass sequence, like, the senton from the death. But I was just like, oh, yeah, let's like, go. Yeah, it's like, whatever they were doing normal sequences that they could do without the chain, it was great. Which is why I wish this match didn't have the chain. Because you could see <laughs> those glimpses of how the match would look if they didn't have this stupid dog collar on. It would have been awesome. Peak of the mean of you were this close to greatness. Yeah, this close. This close. But that stupid chain in between. Fucking dog collar. Ruined man. it. I thought for sure. I was like, oh, I'm like, this could be. I, I took a gamble on a on the dog collar match. But hey, you know, it was still it was a fine match. I'll take fine over horrible any day of the week. I think that's about it, though. That is all of our matches out of our way this week, which just leaves us with the double down. The double down. This is a segment of the show where me and Zach flash back to last week and watch matches from each other's perspectives. Zach, what match did I give you to watch? <laughs> you gave me Chris Statlander versus Priscilla Kelly, now known as Gigi Dolan, at AAW mm-hmm. Pro. And Zach, what match did you give me? I believe that I gave you... Oh, I gave you that banger of a triple threat match. TJP versus Alex Zane versus Stallion Rogers at Pale Pro, right? Yes, indeed you did. And Zach, who went first on the double down last week? Uh, I believe that I, uh, yeah, I did. All right, so I'll kick us off with TJP, take it on Alex Zane, take it on Stallion Rogers. Oh, that 
match. This match was originally supposed to be just Alex Zane and, and Stallion Rogers, yep. but TJP interrupts right before this match starts and inserts himself like the dickhead he is. Yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, makes it a triple. Uh, a, sorry, what do they call it? A three-way dance. Three-way dance. Triple threat is copyrighted. <laughs> really? I think so. That uh, nobody else calls it a triple threat except for WWE. I... Every everybody else is either it's either a three-way match, a three-way dance. Honestly, it's never a triple threat anywhere else. It wouldn't surprise me if Vince McMahon copyrighted a fucking triple threat match. Probably the same thing with Fatal Four Way, right? Like, oh yeah, that is true. Like people call it a scramble match. Yeah. Anyway, huh? Uh, this one is just pedal to the metal the whole time, yep. right? Like these three, I- I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go into it too deep because Zach did a great job of describing it last week. If you want to go back and hear more about this match, uh, go listen to last week's episode. But this match is pedal to the metal all the way through. These three are absolutely just, just like running. Like, these three are like three. It's like watching bumper cars if the bumper cars had nitrous, right? Yeah. Like. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's what that's what this whole match looks like. Like these three were just killing each other, and it would not stop. Like there was like crazy spots, like the like the Zane like Zane Rogers, uh, Zane and Rogers just uh, trading forums on the outside, and TJP interrupting mm-hmm. Zane, again. Zane and Rogers with the chop off and the TJP interrupting. Yep, it was a lot of TJP interrupting spots from Zane and, and Rogers, which is exactly what this match was, right? Yep. So it made sense. Uh, there was the fight. There was a little bit of the fighting in the crowd, which was fun. Uh, when Zane, when Zane and TJP fight in the crowd, and then Zane takes out TJP, yeah. and then Roger takes out Zane, and then Zane takes the crowd to TJP, and they start fighting for a while uh, on the outside. And this is where the uh, the chair comes into play, right? This is where Rogers threw TJP the chair. TJP caught it, and then Roger just headbutts the chair. Yep. And then he does the same thing to Zane, <laughs> fucking knocks himself out. He's like, like so happy. He's like he blocks the first. He's like, yeah, I'm so smart. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, there's the really sick spot that I love where they're all brawling on the outside, and uh, Rogers is like hanging off of the barricade, and Zane hits like the front flip leg drop. Mm-hmm. That was sick. Uh, then uh, when Zane. Zane does the same thing to TJP and Rogers at the same time, but the front front flip leg drop after they're fighting for a while. Uh, Roger, <laughs> Rogers chopping TJP while TJP had Zane in the submission was very good. Yes, like he literally had Zane in like a sharpshooter, and he was standing up, and Rogers just kept chopping TJP trying to get him to break the hold, but he wouldn't. Fucking Zane. so Zane was just like dying, and the whipping boy of those two. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, there's a one point where ASF hits. Er, oh, I'm on the wrong notes here. I flipped. I flipped to the wrong notes. There we go. Too far. Go back. Yeah, too far. We're, I'm traveling back in time. Uh, there's the one point where uh, Rogers hits like a crazy amount of forearms, uh, and then hits a drop kick to Zane. Uh, hits a big drop kick. Hits a couple of big drop kicks. Uh, then Zane and Stallion going at it again. Because uh, they just keep fighting each other this whole match. Whenever they get the chance, these two are just, like, killing each other. Damn. Whenever TJP is, like, gone, they're like, all right, time to have the match that was supposed to happen. <laughs> accurate. It's accurate. Anyway. Uh, just think about it. It's like, yeah, accurate. Yeah, they just, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Beat each other up with massive strikes. The TJP is like, what the fuck? Get out of here. Yeah. Um, 
So Zayn hits Stallion with a big face buster, and then Zayn goes for the pin, but then TJP breaks it up. Uh, the two, like, and Zayn and Rogers end up in the corner, and then TJP stacks them on top of each other mm-hmm. and just face washes them both. Yep. Which very, which was very good. Uh, there was the cool point. There was the cool point where Zayn hits TJP with like the flying knee, which was sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Stallion hits Zayn with the elbow. And then TJP gets back up and hits Stallion with a back suplex, and then all of them are down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, then they all get back to their feet. They start trading strikes. Rogers and Zayn for like a second team up to take out TJP. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Stallion hits a diving headbutt into Zayn after that, which was awesome. Yep. Uh, Rot. So. I have Rogers makes it to the ropes. Was there like a submission hold after that move? Where he gets the flying headbutt? Because I have Rogers makes it to the ropes, but I have no Let's see. like I have no context for why he made it to the ropes. Headbutt. Let's see. So which this was uh when was this after? When was the headbutt? This happened? was right after this was it was like when all three of them get back to their feet and they start all trading strikes and then Zane and Stallion Rogers like team up for a second to take out TJP. Yeah, they boot him in the face. Then Stallion hits Zane hits with the, the headbutt. Head and then he goes to hit TJ with one, but TJ dodges it. And then, he, like, he, like, like TJ is going to lock in his, his figure four deathlock finisher. And, like, That's Stallion tries to hit him, but he just straight, he just tucks it. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. He, goes, he ducks out of the way. And then that's that's why I have Rogers makes it to the ropes, because he doesn't tap out to this. He's still in the hold, but he makes it to the ropes to get out. Mm-hmm. Uh... And then Zayn is able to get TJP off of Stallion. Or no, Zayn, uh, after he breaks out, I think I think that was about the end of Stallion in this match because then Zayn comes back in the ring, yes. hits his hits his crunch wrap supreme on TJP to win the match. I love his. I lo- I loved reading all of his fucking finishers. That they're all just Taco Bell based, just straight up Taco Bell. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, listen, Alex Zayn, me and Alex Zayn are on the same page. Crunch wrap supreme. Fucking taco driver, come on! Taco driver, uh, Zane is always Zane. Listen, in in that ring, Alex Zane is really always having a Baja blast. Oh my Baja. god, you! <laughs> oh, you you fucking got me there. <laughs> I, I set myself up to get dunked down with a pun. God damn! <laughs> oh man. Anyway, this match was really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it uh, a five out of five dollar box. Now I tried another one, but it didn't work that time. Anyway, I'm giving this match a high meh. It was really good. I liked it. I liked a lot of the high flying moves. I liked the fast paced action. I like how it never really took a took a second to breathe. It was just kind of like these three just beating the crap out of each other the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was great. And I liked the fact that it was basically just like Zane and Rogers trying to have their match and TJP being like the annoying sibling who's like mom says I was I, mom says I I can play with you guys. Yep. That's so, oh my god, <laughs> that's so accurate. Mom told me I could come play hang out with you guys today. Get the fuck out They're of like, here, oh, dude. Fine. Yeah. You know, that's what it felt like and uh, I think they really sold that point and I really liked it. So, like I said, I'm going to give this match a high man. I really enjoyed it. Nice. So, Zach, what did you think about Priscilla Kelly taking on Chris Statlander? What might be? I wrote first thing. I wrote what a good wrestling match between two very weird wrestling characters, right? Like, 
I like how the beginning of the stage, just the two of them, like, you know, fleshing out their characters. You got Scatlander doing her, like, cartwheels around the ring and, like, handstanding. And then Kelly just kicking her in the chest. Or her trying to, like, test of strength the ref when they're trying to match up. And then you've got Priscilla Kelly's PK-style test of strength. Or her mm-hmm. picking up her gum off the apron. And I was just like, it's a nice way to build character for both these two if you've never seen either one wrestle. Yeah. And then I like how... Right after the test of strength, this match entered its second phase, which was, all right, fun and games are over. Time to fucking kill each other. Yup. And I loved it. Like, fucking Kelly's striking back game, of course, were about as good as I expected. But, like, don't sleep on Statlander if you're going to this match. She fucking brought it when she needed to. It was great. Like, I loved how there was a point where there, um, where Statlander, like, bridged a clothesline from Kelly. Like, she ducked it. She yeah. Pele kicked from that position, which knocked her to the corner, and then she hit a great-looking uppercut back elbow in the knee to the face. I was just like, you fucking go, Statlander. Let's go. Next after that that stood out to me was when it all like, came to a head, where I, like, it was slowly building up. like They were trying to kill each other, but this was like the peak for me. When they started to just slug it out with forearms. like mm, They were just this was great. going off with each other until they knocked each other out with a kick to the face. Very good. And then somehow it got more intense after this. And they just pulled out all the stops. Kelly pulled out a crucifix pin into a rings of Saturn. Statlander dropped Kelly on her face from an electric chair and then hit her with a fucking scissor kick. Like, mm-hmm. they were, like, hitting moves that I've never seen either of these two hit on anyone. I was like, it was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. But my favorite set of moves had to be when Kelly stopped Statlander off the top rope. When, and she screamed, for some reason, vagina. Don't know why. Because then she headbutted Statlander in the gut several times. Mule kicked her by holding onto the middle ropes and then just kicking her in the face. Hurricane riding her off that off the top. Then super kicking her and then hitting an absolutely beautiful bridging half and half suplex. Fucking yes. awesome. Looked gorgeous. Statlander after this hit Kelly with her packaged tombstone pile driver though. Which is also known as the Big Bang Theory for the win. But I thought yep. it was a fitting ending after everything that had happened. And it was just, I agree. It was a great showcase of character, wrestling ability for both of them. And it's even more impressive when, as you told me last week, Mikey, when you realize these two had, this is their first fucking match together. Oh, yeah. And they already had that much chemistry. Like, it honestly, it, it makes that's me That's what more the announcer s- sold, at least. I, I don't know if that's pure fact, but that's, I think that's what they said. Right? I need more of their later matches than, at least before she went to WWE, or before Dolan went to WWE. Because I want to see what these two did later, after they had this match. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, this match doesn't get the markout territory for me, but damn, did it try its best to get there. It was very good. Very high meh for me. Yeah, I like this one a lot. Very I just like that it was a hu- it was just a slugfest and a half, and it was really great. I loved it. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Independent Waters, which just means we only have the plugs left. And, Zach, I want you to keep practicing these, so hit us with the plugs, bud. All right, let's see if I can improve from last week. All right, if you want to follow us on Twitter at CountOutPod, you can see all of our opinions on the wrestling world and the world in general. You can also get notifications when any of our episodes go live on our website, CountOutPod.com, where you can find merchandise such as T-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, we got it all. As well as you can find all of our podcasts such as Your Dose of Death, Ring Post Radio, How to Talk to Your Friends About Wrestling. And of course, Independent Waters. They all release on a weekly basis. Uh, I think Ring Post is Monday, Dose of Death is Tuesday, Indie is Wednesday, Thursday is How to Talk with Your Friends. Yep. Along with that, if you want to. Oh, God, here it goes. Uh, here it fucking goes, Mikey. If you want you to it. support the network, you could give us $5 or as much as you wish on 
membership.pod? Nope. You, you, it's countoutpod.com forward slash membership. It's, oh my, I said it to myself and then I was like, no, it's not. There's no way. All right, yeah. Go to that link. You can give to any one of our podcasts any amount of money you wish if you want to support us like that. You don't have to even want to. Honestly, you just listening to this is enough for us. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Anything else off the top of my head that I'm missing? Got the blogs. Got that. Got that. Got that. Got the Twitter. Um, I want to say that's everything. Did I miss anything? Uh, announce uh, plug master. Uh, you can go check out our YouTube and our our new YouTube. Our or not our new YouTube. We, you can check out our YouTube channel where we post uh. We post replays of our show we record Thursday nights, Happy Hour, uh, which we which we perform live for you on Twitch at Countout. Uh, you can go over to twitch.tv slash Countout to watch that every Thursday night at 8.30. Uh, and not only that, you can also see those, if you missed the, if you missed the live replay, like I said, go to our YouTube, Countout, Countout Wrestling Podcast Network, which is the same as our Facebook page. And you can follow us on Twitter over at Countout Pod if you want to talk any wrestling, anything at all, any you want to get in touch with us, doesn't matter, whatever you feel like. And you can go check out our website, like I said, countoutpod.com, over there. Uh, I know Zach probably did all these, but it doesn't hurt to reiterate. Uh, I did forget one thing that was important. Oh, hit me. If you want to support us financially, like I said before, with membership, you get a bunch of exclusive perks, such as seeing episodes such as our pre-prototype uh, happy hour, Mikey and I's hilarious Indy 500 review, Lauren's... Oh God, Lord, there's so many. Your, good your ones. dose of your dose of Beth and hit the and hit the death. Fucking death. Uh, also, it has fast foodies and how to talk to your friend about their exorcism. We have a lot of exclusive audios for members only. So if you go to countoutpod.com/slash/memberships and join up, you can get access to those audios uh, for as long as you for as forever, forever and ever and ever. That those will be yours. Uh, and I and we're going to be making more. I promise you, and I cannot wait for those. And, of course, you can go to cannapod.com slash store as well and buy our merch if you're interested. We have t-shirts, stickers, all kinds of fun stuff over there. So go check out that at cannapod.com slash store. Uh, now I believe that's all the plugs out of the way. Oh, so close. It's always the membership <laughs> that, that trips me up. It's always the fucking membership that gets me. That's fair. That's fair. I'll Zach, get any personal, any, any personal plugs before we go? No. But goddamn, Maybe. I'll do my best at these, getting these. <laughs> Me neither. So that just leaves me. That just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember that there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Countout Podcast.